Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today is another solo episode, and the guest episodes will be back from next week, and some of the guests that have been booked have been our, our madness. Like, I, I never thought that some of them would be able to get booked. That's me being 100% open and honest, and that's down to you guys for creating the podcast for you guys for listening to the podcast and downloading it so as always if you can please continue to download the podcast continue to share the podcast with your friends continue to download listen because the stats only go up when you guys actually press download if you don't press download the stats don't get impacted so that was something that i learned very quickly and fairly early on when i started the podcast so i know january buzz is kind of well and truly out there at the minute of people wanting to get fit and healthy which is amazing but a lot of people are trying to get to undo what they did at christmas which is not a great mindset to be in and one of the big things that i'm kind of working with clients at the minute is trying to get that kind of level of not beating yourself up for having over eaten at christmas if you expect yourself not to overeat at christmas then you overeat at christmas there could be an issue with the expectation of that but today's episode really is going to be on if you're new to training or new to the gym or new to or wanting to get fit where to start with your training or how to start with your training and that side of things so one of the big things that i would kind of always say is you have like if you're brand new to the gym or you're brand new to training or running or hit sessions or crossfit or whatever it may be you have the same right to be in that gym same right to be in that crossfit class or class or boot camp or whatever it may be as anyone else too many people and gym anxiety is a real thing and anxiety is the fear of the future and it's generally that we think that everyone else is going to be watching us that was me for a long time that was me for a lot of my 20s and i put it off for so so long and I only really started property training when I was about 29. So I'm still new, relatively new to training, but compared to other coaches, but I'm not about comparison. It's about that you have every right to be there as much as everyone else. I was talking, I was in the, the gym just before kind of coming on today and I was training and there was a, and I was in the gym that I used to actually PT out of for about 18 months, I think it was. And I was training and there was a woman who was kind of wandering around aimlessly around the gym. And I could see that she was kind of getting a little bit frustrated. I could see that she was getting a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of people was kind of getting a little bit busier towards lunchtime as well. And I just kind of tapped her on the shoulder and said, are you, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this. I've never really stepped foot into the gym. I was like, well, have you thought about kind of jumping in and booking kind of like a gym intro? Or have you thought about working with someone? Or have you, do you want me to show you a few, how to use a few of the machines? So what we ended up doing was I ended up showing her how to use a few of the machines and even let her jump in on one or two of the exercises that I was doing to just to kind of familiarize herself with that. Mm-hmm. Now that wasn't to get her as a client. That wasn't to get her as that was just to ease herself in and she she kind of caught me on the when I was on the way out and she kind of just said massive thank you now that didn't take much of an effort from me that didn't take and this isn't about how great I am this is just showing that if you see someone else struggling in the gym remember where you started from remember how difficult it was for you to start as well and it takes more effort to be a dickhead that's 
one of the big life things that I live by. It takes more effort to be a dickhead. We all have things kind of going on in our heads and some people have their headphones in to zone out from life. But it's important that if you see struggle, someone struggling or if you see that someone's, uh, that you kind of even want to spot someone, ask them, can you spot them? But one of the big things is you have the bit, you have every right to be there. So here are some of my top tips if you're new to training or new to the gym. Number one is start small. Too many people in January start out looking to kind of hammer themselves a training or undo train undo Christmas or go for fat burning workouts or whatever it may be. A lot of people end up going from wanting to train five or six times a week and then they'll never appear in the gym again. There's a reason from the 1st of January up until about the 14th of, of February, which is Valentine's Day, that a lot of people give up around then or February when, when life gets back to normal. January is generally kind of quiet for socializing, for drinks, for restaurants, for that side of things. But you have to look at it from a perspective of what's more likely for you to stick to? Are you picking something that you enjoy or are you just doing it for the sake of it? You'll never stick to it if you don't enjoy it. And some people don't like exercise and that's okay. Most people will try and go out with a lot of like five to six workouts in your first week or second week and then they'll run out of momentum, be sore all the time and get pissed off with the thing because they haven't seen the results that they're trying to get for in two weeks. Now you don't get a promotion in two weeks so why are you expecting to get the body, the the fitness, the goals, all that side in two weeks. So what I would probably advise you to do is to break it down. Where do you want to be in 12 months? Where do you want to be in six months? So rather than trying to aim for five or six workouts a week, why not try to aim for two or three workouts a week? I have most of my clients train three times a week, two to three times a week. Very rarely do they go to four. I've maybe a handful of clients that train four times a week. I've only ever had one client train five times a week. I don't really advise clients to train five days a week because a lot of people have a lot of stress in their life and training is a stressor and they don't recover kind of quick enough or their sleep or their stress is all over the place. And it's looking for what you can stick to. So what are you more than likely to stick to? Two or three sessions a week consistently over time or are you more than likely to stick to five or six sessions in your first week and second week and never ever again? So the way I paraphrase it and rephrase it to myself is I look at, well, what do I want? Like I look at my main goal overall, which is my, my, is my strength goal this year. Is my, I, I, I want to get strong this year. So I'm training three times a week in the gym. That's all I'm training this year. So I look at it from a point of view of in 12 months, three times a week, I want to hit 156 sessions in a year. Okay, so three by 52 weeks, 156, okay? So that means that I need, in order for January to be a success for me, I need to train 12 times in those four weeks. And as I've, I've said this, I've trained three times this week and I'm bang on the money. There will be times where life ramps up and I'll go back down to two or I'll go back down to one and then I'll go the other weeks, there'll be times where I go up to four I doubt I'll go up to five. Four is generally the max I'll, I'll ever do, but generally three on average is what I'm trying to do. You're not going to undo your progress for missing one workout. You're not going to make loads of progress if you hit one workout. But if you can focus on, I'm going to hit X amount of sessions this month and then track your consistency at the end of each month. A lot of people are too busy 
tracking what they're not doing and taking out loads of things out of their life but that they're not looking and ticking off on a on an excel sheet or a sheet or just a mental note for themselves of how consistent they're actually being tick off each plan out your workouts so what i would say is start small two or three sessions a week consistently will get you better results than training five or six times in the first two weeks and never again okay the second one is pick something that you enjoy like i don't overly enjoy running i see it as a way as a byproduct for me to improve my fitness for my football i don't overly enjoying road running i really don't but there's other people who love running and don't overly enjoy weight training then there's other people who don't enjoy running or weight training and prefer classes then there's other people who don't like classes so they go for uh, crossfit or they go for boot camps or they do live workouts at home or they train at home or whatever it may be so pick something that you enjoy there's something out there for everyone the biggest difference isn't going to be what type of training you're doing because there isn't one that's better for for anything it's going to be something that you enjoy is it hill walking is it mountain climbing is it uh kind of what's that uh one where you climb up a wall, I can't remember, the, 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 the abseiling or whatever it's called. Something like that. Or swimming, or is it just walking in general? Do you have a dog bringing your dog for a walk? Pick something that you enjoy. Is it golf and that gets you out and about? Is it meeting up with a friend for a walk? That could be your, 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 your outlet. It doesn't matter what it is. It really, really doesn't. If it gets, your, if it gets you moving, if it gets your heart going if it gets your mind playing ball for yourself as well and if it gets you mentally fitter and mentally stronger then it's a it's a, it's a big thing whatever it is now if you're looking to get your body composition to change your body composition and you're looking to get in inverted commas toned toned means build muscle so if you're looking to improve your body composition training two or three times a week with weights is going to be the best bang for your buck that is the truth that really, really is the truth. And the Luke Tullock episode, and I'll put that into show notes, talks about the best workouts bit. There really isn't one. But two to three times a week, you could pick three full body days. You could pick one upper day, one lower day, one full body day, and do it that way if you want. There's no perfect workouts bit. It's what you decide. At the moment, I'm training three full body days a week, and I'm really, really enjoying the first lot of the sessions. I've had to edit for next week because I find that they're a little bit longer than I probably want and need. So I've adjusted the sessions. It's not about that it's a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of that I'm failing at what I'm trying to do is that I know that my time frame, my time schedule is X amount of time and I want to get the best bang for my book. I want to improve my strength. So my rest times, I'm, I'm focusing on lower rep ranges, so I need more rest times. So it's probably reducing the amount of accessory work or reducing the amount of kind of like, yeah, accessory work that likes the tricep pushdowns and all that kind of stuff that may not be needed, uh, whatever it may be, but it's still going to get me to my goal and they're going to assist me to what my goal is which is be fitter be stronger feel better in my clothes uh and hit the the numbers that i want to hit in the gym and that's what 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 will really really help so if it's something like running and your couch to 5k is a great one operation transformations on at the minute and you can follow that and 
you can work with that if that's what you want start off just going for a run and ticking that box try out your first kilometer and that could be your goal build it up over time again if you're going to your first class aim for one or two classes in a week tick those off and maybe build it up after a couple of weeks but it's about kind of getting that little bit of momentum picking something that you enjoy it could be cycling anthony walsh was on the podcast and he has amazing tips on how to kind of get going with cycling i've had beverly on the the podcast floor beverly on it as well to how to start to talk about running as well so there's lots of different things on, on that side of things the other thing that kind of comes in is in relation to booking in your training so what a lot of people can can kind of can hinder an awful lot of people is the expectation of how long the sessions actually need to be a lot of people think that they need to be in the gym for an hour and a half four or five times a week in order to get results i am here to categorically categorically say that you do not need to be in the gym that length of time you could get results from doing home workouts or gym workouts from being in the gym for anywhere between 20 and 45 minutes and it's the biggest difference is going to be your nutrition your stress and your sleep they're going to be bigger differences but the weights and the weights that you're lifting are going to make a difference to your body composition but generally it's going to be outside of the gym that's going to make the biggest difference so one of the a lot of people we all live busy lives and things are ramping up we're kind of we could end up just working loads this is really busy season for me and i'm very very grateful for that and one of the big things that i'm having to be really stringent with at the minute that i have dropped in the past and i'm making sure 2023 is the year that i don't do that is i'm booking in my training and being like rigid with it so if you look at my calendar right now i know that i'm training on monday at a certain time i know that i'm training on tuesday at a certain time I know that I have football training on Wednesday night. I know that Thursday is my rest day, which I'm just going to go for a walk. Friday is going to be a training day. Saturday is going to be normally a match and Sunday is going to be a rest day. That's how a typical work will look like for me or a week, a week will look like for me with training going forward. And I'll interchange the Friday or the Thursday depending on how I'm feeling. But I know I don't really sleep well on Wednesday night, so I don't really want to train. I'll walk in the mornings for 30 to 40 minutes just to kind of get something going as well but i'll book it into my day i can say no to calls i can say no to meetings i can say no to podcasts because i know that's what my training is it is a little bit easier to do it now with the likes of working from home you can look at your calendar and say no so create a recurring meeting on your calendar take off are you hitting those two or three sessions each week book them into your weekend there's recurring uh, events and make them the same days don't just say if you're a morning person then train in the morning if you're an evening person train in the evening but if you're a morning person don't expect yourselves to be training in the evening and evening vice versa i don't really train very well in the evenings i'm more of a morning to mid-morning kind of person and that allows me to have a little bit of food into my body that allows me to have a little bit more energy into my body it really does depend on the individual but if you book in the training into your calendar it will get done and it will, it will get rid of or reduce the amount of times you leave it up to motivation. And this is one of those big buzzwords. And this is the next point, which is in relation to motivation. Motivation will go. Motivation will go. Motivation is down to your mood. Whether it be tired, angry, stressed, lonely, whatever it may be. Your mood changes like the weather. It will go up and down but we cannot rely on motivation all the time. 
I don't know anyone on this earth that's motivated all the time. But sometimes if we're overly stressed or overly tired, we need to scale back our training. But you need to ask yourself, right, am I being, am I tired? Am I stressed? Or am I just not doing this for the sake of it? A really useful tip that I use for myself, particularly in these kind of darker mornings, is I use a, a count of three test to get myself out of bed, which is one, two, three, feet onto the floor. And that gets me up to get dressed. It really does help. Even have your gym gear in your car that you're going home from work. Even have your gym gear laid out onto the chair outside in your room or on the edge of your bed or whatever it may be. Even have your gym gear at the front door so you can just pick those up or have your runners at the door as a reminder. All these different things. But if you're expecting to be motivated all the time, it's kind of like a lepre- you're expecting a leprechaun to come in and clean your house. It's not really going to happen. And that leads in with kind of like the importance of having a why. Why do you want to get fit and healthy? Why do you want to go into the gym? Why do you want to train? If we know what our why is, the hell of a lot easier to do it. And a prime example and a great example of this is why do you go, like you, you don't go to work motivated every day, but you still go. Why? Because you don't get paid. Well, what happens if you don't get paid? You can't pay your bills. You can't feed your family. You can't keep the roof over your head. You can't pay your bills. So you don't go to work motivated every day, but you still go to work and you still do what you're supposed to. But if you break it down into that and think of it that way, it's a hell of a lot easier because you're clear on your why. So typical why that I always ask clients on their welcome calls with me on the one-to-one is why do you want to lose weight? Because losing weight isn't a big enough goal. Episode 324 a last Wednesday's episode will really, really help you to be clear on that. Why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to be fit and healthy. Why do you want to be fit and healthy? Because I'm fed up being out of breath. Why are you fed up with being out of breath? Because I want to be able to play with my kids. Why do you want to play with your kids? Because I want them to have memories of me and I want to be around for them. There's a proper why. If you look at the operation transformation program that's going on at the minute, they're interviewing and they've done little videos and VTs of each individual candidate and they talk about them and they interview them and they kind of get their overall history, why they want to do it, their overall background, they understand their motivations, they understand their behaviors a lot better than they have previously and they understand why that person wants and why that way that person ticks. And a lot of it, most of them are to be there for their family or their kids and make sure they're fit and healthy for that. Having an emotional awareness or having an emotional buy-in or having someone to be accountable to it could be your kids it could be your partner it could be a friend that could really really help and that leads into my next one so it's really really important to have a why he or she who have a why will bear with them almost anyhow it's not every day that i'm motivated to go to train or to go for a walk or to have some meals prepped or to read a book or to study it happens more often than not because i'm clear on what my why is i have different goals in different areas of my life this year and the finance goals i've set up different accounts that it goes out of my account that i don't even notice it like revolut vaults and stuff like that so i know that there's x amount coming out of my account going towards holidays or it's going towards say car insurance or it's going out towards x y or z i know that i have a certain amount of trips that i want to go on this year 
I know like city breaks and holidays and stuff or lads breaks away. I know that there's a certain amount of training that I want to do because I've got weddings and stuff towards the end of the, the last quarter, second, second to last quarter of the year. So I want to be feeling the best I can on that. So I'm clear on what my why is. So if you're clear on your why, you can make a goal. If you're smarter on your goals, are they small, measurable, achievable, realistic, timely? Can you, have you got an end date and then can you kind of reassess it and, and kind of, are you constantly checking in on it? So episode two, 324 will help you with that. But you need to be clear on your why. Why do you want to get fit and healthy? Why is this year different from others? Why are you? Why do you struggle for consistency on other programs that you potentially don't? Is that you're not clear on your why? Or as soon as your mood goes, or so, as soon as life ramps up, you just give up? That comes down to your values. That comes down to priorities. But you need to understand that if you're clear on your why, you'll be able to say, right, this will be a time for me to push on. I know that work is going to ramp up kind of like in say April or May because someone's an accountant, they've got audits or whatever it may be. So we try and scale it back for that that month and we kind of say, right, we need to be a little bit more uh, focused on potentially getting the walks in. We need to be a little bit more focused on potentially having a little bit more meal prep in and potentially reduce the sessions back down to two times a week in the gym. So we can, there'll be times where you're on it, there'll be times where you're able to push things a little bit harder and faster than normal, and there'll be times you maybe have to push, pull back a little bit, but it's all moving that needle forward for you and bringing your tier closer towards your goal. The next one that I'm gonna talk about for you is that two to three times a week is enough for most. In order to change your body composition, you need to be consistent, one, which is that dirty C word that a lot of people don't like. You need to be probably lifting weights two or three times a week. Don't worry, you will not get bulky. It takes a hell of a lot of time and a hell of a lot of effort in order to put on muscle. If you're new to the gym, I am jealous. Why? Because there's a thing called newbie gains. And what newbie gains is, is between the first zero to two or zero to three years in the gym your body wouldn't have had the training experience and it'll be easier for you to put on muscle and that you'll be able to get stronger because you're going from zero then you're going from 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 and it's easier for you to build up that tension and put that stress around to the muscle in order for it to grow aiming for two to three sessions a week consistently will really really help you to get to your goal lifting weights will help to build your confidence it'll help to build bone health it would help to improve body composition feeling better in clothes libido loads of different things if you're running it can be a mental challenge it'll improve your your mental resilience it would improve your cardiovascular fitness it would improve your mood loads of different things so whatever you want to do look at can you stick to it to two to three times more a week than probably you have and it will really really help it's the next one is it's important to understand there's no such thing as a fat burning workout. Anyone that posts up a fat burning workout is it's a gimmick. It's a way of grabbing attention. You don't burn fat, you burn calories and you burn calories through exhaling. So you need to understand that you're not necessarily burning fat. 
you're burning calories. So if you are in a consistent, if you are eating consistently less than your body needs over time, you will lose weight. If you are eating more than your body needs consistently over time, you will gain weight. So you need to look at it from a point of view of rather than focusing on fat burning, calories burned, all these different city metrics that a lot of us can get caught up on. And I've been there. You look at your heart rate, you look at your fat burning zone, you look at X, Y, and Z. Focus on being a little bit more consistent with what you want to do. Two to three times in the gym, two to three times running, whatever it may be, whatever your goal is. And you'll feel a hell of a lot better for it. The next one that I'm going to talk about is get someone to be accountable to. This will be lead into the, the, the why that I've spoken about. And it can be a friend or as I call them accountability buddies. It can hinder a lot of us if we don't feel we have support. And one of the one of the most underestimated things that when it comes to kind of weight loss or fat loss or getting fitter healthier is having that support. And there are studies showing that those who are supported more feel they have that support are more likely to, to stick to things and get the results they're looking for. The mo- like get get like if you're like that like that person the the woman that I was talking to in the gym, and I could see that she was stressed. She was overwhelmed with what was going on. There was a lot of people in the weights area, the free area, and wasn't sure how to use the machines and it would have been very easy for her to continue to walk out and say no no no, I'm okay and be embarrassed that would have been understandable at the same time and it, it hindered me so I could see a lot of myself in the the, the 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 stuff that was going on in her head and we got chatting or whatever during the kind of the process and she was like well I've tried x y or z before but this time I I, I know what my why is and she had a daughter about two years ago and she wants to be fitter and healthier for her. And I was like, that's amazing. That's a great goal. Have you thought about doing some of the kind of like the, the walking with your daughter or bringing your daughter to the park? And she's like, that's a great idea. So if you have something to be accountable to, like your daughter or your family or your partner, whatever it may be, go to the go to the gym with them. Go for a walk with them. Having someone accountable to you. And it's great with the Operation Transformation that's on at the minute that they have these kind of like the GEA fields with the lights that people are meeting up as a community. We didn't have that during lockdowns and COVID. So we missed it. And a lot of people are starting out on fitness journeys having dropped the tools that potentially had been working for them. But the accountability part of you, point of view can really, really help you. Whether that be getting a coach, whether that be showing or being shown around the gym, we all have to start from somewhere. I compare it to learning how to drive. You don't know how to drive from the first day you do. You get a driving instructor to teach you how to drive. And then you're able to drive a little bit better than you had done. Get someone to be accountable to. It can Some people may not feel supported. Some people don't have that and that's okay. But text a friend to go for a walk. Text a mate to go for a class. You'll be fine when I've what I found in the gym is you'll end up having a community, you end up talking to randomers. And the people that we put up on these pedestals of kind of like being the bigger, the strongest, the leanest, whatever it may be in the gym, are generally some of the soundest people that you'll meet. 
And I'm not just saying that because I, I, I was a P or I'm a PT, but I was a face-to-face PT. I'm not just saying that. They find it as a way to, it's a community. It's almost like a cult for some people. Go with a friend. Ask them to kind of like help you with the exercises. Push yourself out a little bit more. Hold yourself accountable. If you don't go X amount of times a month, have a forfeit of like you buy dinner at the end of the month. That could be a great way to do it. I know one of my clients did that previously. He said she, well, I was training the two of them at the same time on a one-to-one capacity as a PT. And one of them was kind of missing the odd session here or there. And then I said to Sarah at the time, I was like, have you ever thought about getting Jenny to have a kind of like a forfeit that she, if she misses sessions? And she was like, I like that idea. So what they did was they put in 50 euro into an account at the beginning of every month each. And whoever missed the sessions or missed more than sessions. So they had like they had so they had maybe eight sessions a week, I think, or eight sessions a month with me. And if someone missed more than one, that that all that that they wouldn't get their 50 euro back. Um and if they did all the sessions they'd get their 50 euro back at the month. And that was a way like that's financial and that might not be the best way, but it, it worked for those guys and it kind of reduced the amount of time that she was missing sessions and we found out why she was missing sessions, different priorities, different things that were kind of creeping up. But if you put a little bit of kind of leverage into a little bit of financial stuff into it, generally people kind of kind of get a little bit more invested, uh, pardon the pun. You don't need to look at those like if you look at how many workouts you've saved over the lockdowns and on Instagram over the years, how many have you actually done? How many recipe books have you bought? How many recipe books have you downloaded? How many free recipes have you looked? You probably haven't used them. So rather than trying to get free stuff all the time, I know understand the financial things are a struggle at the minute for an awful lot of people, but you don't need to save loads of workouts. You really, really don't. Get a gym instruction, uh, get someone to show you around the gym. Generally, a lot of gyms will give out free programs at the beginning. They really will. Do a class and kind of work on your form with the PT or the instructor and ask them, can, can they help you? But getting accountability can really, really help. It can really, really help. The One of the, the, the big things that I would say is you need to really be clear on your why. You need to start small, pick something that you like, having a little bit more accountability for yourself, having a why two to three times a week is more than probably what you need anyway. Look at what you can do long-term. Look at what you can do long-term. If it's going to be something that you're going to stick to for two weeks and then give up, well, then it's not really going to be useful for you. Stop blaming motivation. Like, motivation really isn't a thing. You're motivated to go to work. You're motivated to go out in the pints or whatever. Maybe because it's something that you value. If you don't like training, if you don't like walking, if you don't like exercising, there's always something out there that you can do. Like frisbee golf or one of these other things that could be out there for you. There's something out there for everyone that you can do, you can enjoy. And I really do hope that some of this episode has been useful for you. So as a recap, start small, 
be clear on your why, book in some sessions for yourself two to three times a week, get some accountability. And then the last one that I probably haven't really spoken about enough is create some sort of planning. Get a shop in once a week, plan out some meals if needs be. Look at when life is going to ramp up. What can you do when life is kind of easy, easier? And look at what needs to be done when your life is ramped up. Because you're not going to always be in the zone to push, but you may need to kind of like reduce it a little bit. So if you're going four times a week or three times a week when life is kind of like easy and less stressful and you're only able to hit one or twice a week, that's still doing something. That's still moving that proverbial needle towards where you want to go so rather than focusing on fat loss and weight loss focus and look at the habits that are in that you need and the the habits that are in place that need to get you to get there too many people focus on the scales and not enough people focus on what they need to do what do you need to do to lose your first pound then figure that out and then do that and repeat that but before you do that sit down and why you want to do something start small book stuff into your or do a little bit of planning Two to three times a week is more than what you need to do. Get some sort of accountability for yourself. Realize there's such a thing as a fat burning thing and don't rely on motivation. So I really do hope this episode has helped with where to start with training. And I'll I'll link in the show notes the episode with Luke to look about the kind of like the, the workout splits. Start small. I really, really mean that. You shouldn't be aiming to be sore after every workout. You don't need to be sweaty after every workout. A lot of big misconceptions that I, don't, I need to be sweaty in order to feel a workout. No, getting a workout is probably better for you in any way because if you're always expecting to be sweaty, like that could be down to hydration, that could be down to genetics, that could be down to the heat in the room, that could be down to the, the clothing that you're wearing, that could be down to a load of different factors. You don't need to sweat. You really, really don't. What people need to bring in is consistency. Stop relying on motivation. Stop relying on a lot of external factors. Think of, be clear on your why. So I really do hope that episode is up. If you are interested in working with me and I can guide you on what program and program to bring in, it's tailored to everyone with videos and workouts, all that kind of side of things. If you are interested in me working with me on a one-to-one online capacity, I have one space left over for the rest of January. So if you're interested... Click on the link below or go to www.shanewalshfitness.com and or else you can DM me and we can jump on a free welcome call and we can have a chat and we can kind of go from there. So if you've enjoyed this episode, tag, share, review it up on iTunes and um, that would be amazing. So hopefully you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you soon. We'll have the guest episodes will be back from next week.